Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 137 of the Speaking Club podcast. This is a special episode because we just passed 100,000 downloads. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hello and thanks for joining me again. It's lovely to be here with you. And it's fabulous to have passed that 100,000 download milestone. And I just wanted to take a second to say thank you so much for listening and to all my wonderful guests who've been on the show so far. It's quite a challenge putting a show out every week, but it has given me the opportunity to meet some wonderful people and help you with your speaking and sharing your stories. And the next milestone for the Speaking Club is 1 million downloads. It's a big target, but I know it's possible. And one of the biggest ways you could help me achieve that target is by leaving a rating or review for the speaking club and I've got a new link that will make it easier for you to do that all you need to do is just go to ratethispodcast.com slash tsc for the speaking club just go to ratethispodcast.com slash tsc and you choose where you want to leave the review and it will really help other people find us so yeah, it'd be brilliant if you could take a couple of minutes to do that. And the second way you can help us get the message out there about the Speaking Club is with some good old fashioned word of mouth on social media or in person. I hope you continue to enjoy the show and it, it helps you massively on your speaking journey. Okay, enough of that. We've got to get on with today's show. So if you follow me, you will know that I want you and your message to be remembered by your audience. I want you to shock them and challenge them so that they pay attention and continue to be engaged with your message throughout your talk, whether that's on stage, on a webinar, a podcast, video, wherever. And when you speak, you achieve that engagement and attention stuff both with what you say and how you're delivering it you know how you use your voice your expressions your energy your body video or props or slides whatever to convey the purpose and emotion of your message are incredibly important parts of the equation but in this show I'm going to be focusing on the content aspect of your messaging I am going to give you some tips on how to find the stuff that will open up people's eyes to new possibilities, that will shift perspectives and will help to position you as a leader in your niche. Now, the first part of doing that is sharing what I call 
the three P's to power. And these three P's are poke, provoke, and polarize. Now, the first of these is all about grabbing the attention of your audience. And you know, right, when in the past, when you've been sat minding your own business in your own world and someone snuck up behind you and poked you in the ribs, what did you do? You probably jumped upright and shot your head round to face them. It certainly grabs attention. But that's what I want you to do with your audience. You need to poke them and shock them with your content and, and or your delivery or both so they sit up and pay attention. The next thing I want your content to be is provocative, which is defined as causing a strong reaction or interest. And I want you to get them debating whether they agree with you or not and either coming down strongly one way or the other or being interested to find out more, which leads me to the last P, which you've heard me talk about many times before. I believe you've got to take a position which is polarizing. And I know this is hard, right? I, I, I still have trouble with this myself. So everyone loves people to like them. And speaking itself goes against our evolutionary desire to blend in with the pack. And now I, I'm asking you to not only stick your head above the parapet and put yourself in front of an audience, but I'm suggesting that you intentionally put a target on your head. And I'm using that metaphor deliberately because this will be like a call to arms when you use these three P's and around your messaging. And when your audience hears it, they will usually react in one of three ways. So for some, it'll be like music to their ears. They'll think, finally, someone is saying what I think and they'll support you. For others, it will be like a red rag to a bull and they'll think, well, I completely disagree with that and they'll want to shoot you down. And for the last group, it will make them think about things in a new way and they'll probably want to find out more about you and join your tribe. See, being polarizing will put you in a leadership position and it will draw the right people to you and repel the right people. But it means that you've got to get comfortable with others judging you and you've got to detach your identity and value from what people think about you. And certainly the people, you know, that uh, have got their own stuff going on or disagree with you, you know, you can't be sort of attaching your identity to their views. Now, I know this is hard to do, but if you want people to follow you, you've got to take the lead and give them a reason to follow. You've got to poke, provoke and polarize if you want to become a compelling force and speaker. So if you can build your messaging around these three P's for something that's relevant to your niche and that you care about, then it will be incredibly powerful for building your brand, your authority and your credibility. So what sort of thing should we be applying the three P's to? 
Well, the first port of call here is being clear on what matters to you. Ideally, there's something relating to your niche and what you talk about that you're passionate about. For example, as you may have gathered, if you're a regular listener, I'm not keen on the way that some speaking organizations and coaches give you black marks if you use filler words like ums and ahs. Because I think it gets you to focus on the wrong things, lose your connection to the room and your personality. And on top of that, the feedback that some of these organizations give people can turn them off public speaking for life. And I'm all about getting more people speaking and engaging people with their message. So that's one of the things that I often talk about to find my crowd. Maybe you've heard that message and you, you, you're one of them. So the question is, is there something that happens in your niche that really winds you up? And if it pushes your buttons, chances are that it does for other people too. I remember a few years back, a guy called Danny Inney, who helps people create digital courses. He began to talk about what was wrong with the industry and the difference between information and education. Because he was upset that course completion rates were low and people were just throwing information out there and not putting together courses in a way that helped their students learn and get a result. And this actually shook the industry up and started people talking about creating a learning experience. So, yeah, that's an example for you. If you have something already that you know you want to evangelize about, that's, that's great. But if you don't, maybe the next part of the show will help you surface the thing that bothers you. Now, there are four categories relating to your niche where you'll likely be able to discover content that you can use those three P's on. And these are myths, misconceptions, mistakes, and objections. There may be things that fall across more than one of the categories, but I want to start with myths. So in my world, there is a myth that you have to be born funny to use humor in your talks. Now, this is absolutely not true. And again, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that I've debunked that myth by teaching many people to do stand-up comedy and sharing on here the tools and formulas that you can use to create jokes uh, appropriately in your talks. Uh, here's another example of a myth. James Wedmore, one of my mentors, often debunks the myth that you have to work hard in order to be successful. So what I want you to do now is think about your niche and consider whether there are any myths that you believe need to be debunked. Write down as many as you can think of and don't censor yourself. Just write what comes up for you. Now you can pause me here for a couple of minutes while you do that. And my partner would love to be able to do that to me in real life. Or you can listen through to the episode and come back to these questions on a second uh, listen through. Okay, hopefully you've done that. Next, we've got misconceptions. These are views or opinions based on faulty facts or missing information. 
One of the big misconceptions I'm trying to address at the moment is that selling is sleazy. I love working with heart-centered people, but one of the biggest issues that they have is that they feel uncomfortable selling when they speak. And that's partly because of the way that we've all been conditioned to see sales and salespeople, partly because maybe they don't have all the facts about the benefits of selling to the economy and how sales is a catalyst for transformation for people. And because we think we feel uncomfortable out of concern for others, but predominantly we don't want to sell because we want to protect ourselves from what we imagine people will think and feel about us. So that's one of the misconceptions from my niche. And again, I want you now to think about your niche. Are there any misconceptions people may have because they don't have all the facts or for some other reason? Pause and write as many that come to mind. Okay, the next one is mistakes. In your niche, what are the big mistakes that you see people making that prevent them from being successful? As I said, you may find that some of these things that come up in one category cross into another. And a few that I've shared today might equally fall into multiple categories. So one big mistake that I see people making with their speaking, which again I've talked about on the show before, is thinking that they have to become some imagined version of a speaker instead of speaking authentically as themselves, just with some new tools and techniques. So they go into that presenter mode and just lose all their personality. So again, for your niche, have a ponder and list all the big mistakes that you come up with. Good. Okay. The last category is objections. So these are reasons that people come up with for not using your thing. Okay. One that I love to tackle uh, in my niche is I'm not ready. It probably, I'm sure it applies to many other niches as well, this one. So I love shifting perspective on this one because I explain that it is not important to feel ready. What is important is being committed to taking action because it's my job as a coach to help get you ready. And so I will then share a story about my students who weren't ready, but were committed to becoming speakers and what happened next. So once more, I want you to list out all of the objections people might come up with in your niche for your thing. So at the end of this, you should have a list of myths, misconceptions, mistakes, and objections, and also things that you care about that might have come up that we talked about beforehand. And what I want you to do next is mark out of 10 which ones are the most obvious or least obvious to your audience. One is least obvious and 10 is most obvious. And the ones that you should tackle first are the ones that are least obvious to them and the least talked about in your niche. Okay, so 
they need to mark out which ones are the least obvious and most obvious and you prioritize the ones which are least obvious. So we've talked about the three P's and you've identified the content that you should be applying these three P's to. But what do you do next? Well, I've discovered a great technique which I can incorporate stories and anecdotes into that is brilliant for bringing all of this together. And I heard this version of it from a guy called Brandon Lucero and he's called it the thought reversal technique. And it's great because not only does it give you a process to follow for sharing this type of content, but you can do it in a matter of minutes. And you can use this process in your talks, webinars, podcasts, videos and lives, even in blogs and emails. I love it and I think you will too. And that's why I've done a step-by-step training video on the thought reversal technique and how I use it for you. And you can get access to that completely free over at the Speaking Club Facebook Hub. It's a private Facebook group and you can join just by searching for the Speaking Club on Facebook or by following the link in the show notes. That video is waiting for you. It'll take you through it step by step. Um, and I think it'd be really useful for you. Okay, so before I wrap up with the takeaways, I wanted to remind you that if you want to discover the three-step formula to selling authentically when you speak, then I'm running a free live online workshop in fact, three of them on Wednesday and Thursday next week. So that's the 30th of September and the 1st of October. And it's a great workshop. Uh, oh, if, you, if you struggle to engage and convert your audience, you'll love it. You'll get a lot of value. And not to mention uh, a copy of my heart map blueprint for you to take away and keep. So to find out more about that and grab your space, just go to saraharcher.co.uk slash masterclass to pick the date and time that works for you. Okay, so let's have a recap on the takeaways for this show for you. Firstly, you need to build your messaging around the three Ps and poke, provoke and polarize your audience. You need to get comfortable with being judged and detach your value and identity from what you might get said about you from those that disagree with you. Number three, in terms of content, Start with what you care about and see what comes up for you there. And then consider and list the myths, misconceptions, mistakes and objections that apply to your niche and the problem and solution you offer. Then prioritize the least obvious ones to talk about. And lastly, for the next thing to do, the next steps, check out the thought reversal technique training video I did for you in the Facebook group to help you start sharing this content. Well, there you go. That's it. I'm off. I hope I've poked you a bit today. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And as I mentioned earlier, if you enjoy the show, leave a rating or review at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. Have a wonderful week. And don't you forget to go out Grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. If you're listening to this show because you want to grow your audience and business through speaking, then you made the right choice because this podcast is the vehicle that can help you get there. 
but I wanted to tell you about something that will get you there even faster. Something that incorporates all the hacks, tools and tips I've picked up from my years in comedy, theatre, marketing and coaching. And that's my live workshop on the three-step formula for selling when you speak. How to go from struggling to stand out and engage to connecting and converting with authenticity and confidence. This is for you if you're a heart-centered author, coach, consultant or online entrepreneur and you feel like you're not able to have the impact and results you want because your voice and message are not reaching or engaging your audience. This free workshop takes you through the ABC of creating powerful, authentic talks that sell without selling. It will help you increase your audience engagement on your webinars, podcasts, workshops, videos, and of course on stage so that you get more sales, subscribers, followers, and speaking opportunities. And it's completely free. But places are limited. If you want to secure yours, then just go to saraharcher.co.uk slash masterclass to pick the time and date that work for you.